Welcome everyone to another one of our podcasts. If this is the first time that you are listening to our podcast, um, it's just a podcast that aims to give you a window into a couple's journey as we navigate the realities of life and God's word. Um, I'm joined by my wife, Kirsten, and we are nearing the end of the year. And so a lot of us might be feeling just a sense of exhaustion or like we cannot wait for the holidays to start. And so we thought that today's podcast would uh, speak primarily into uh, that feeling or, or that sense that certainly Kirsten and I are experiencing. Um, yeah, I must say just navigating three kids. We have a 10-year-old, an 8-year-old and a 6-year-old. And I am seeing in them just a lot of fatigue. I'm seeing their emotions um, high all over the show. Um, I'm seeing them struggle to behave and I'm trying to look beneath the outer surface and try and figure out what is going on in those little hearts that is causing them to behave the way they are. Yeah, so today's theme, Kirst, is going to be around this idea of gratefulness, you know, and often the classic thing that parents would say to their kids or that we'd say to one another or that you'd hear in a traditional church is be grateful. Mm. And yep. so uh, reading through the book of Matthew, uh, chapter 8, verse 4, was just, uh, reflecting on this verse where Jesus heals this guy completely from his leprosy. Um, and then he, Jesus says to this guy who's been healed, he says these words, just quietly present your healed body to the priest along with the appropriate expressions of thanks to God. And then he says, your cleansed and grateful life, not your words will bear witness to what I have done. And so they're the words, you know, that, that Jesus does this thing for this person who had leprosy. And Jesus is saying that you're cleansed and your grateful life, not your words, mm. uh, will bear witness to what I've done. Okay, so let's just backtrack a little bit there. Um, I think these words of be grateful, um, we see all, all over the show. We see... We are told it by, as you said, parents and schools, and there are two words that, you know, we want to live by, but um, let's flesh that out in a little bit with regards to, to be grateful is self-imposed. It needs to come from yourself. Um, yeah, so you, you hear these things and then what do you do if you don't feel grateful? Mm. You know, you've had this year, you're tired, you're ending the sort of mm. finish line and all you actually want to do is exhale and not be grateful. And mm. yet an appropriate response to think about after your year is to be grateful and to be thankful, to be joyful, to be, um, yeah, to, to exhale and appropriately rest, but to have that kind of an emotion that Jesus is commanding to this guy who had leprosy, you know, be grateful. Um, and, and basically yeah, your cleansed and grateful life, not your words is going to bear witness. Um, and so, yeah, I think that, that, that is the question. What do I do if I'm not grateful? And sometimes we can get to the end of the year and not feel grateful. Yeah. And I think that's where I want to lean in. And I think that's where the verse in Matthew is challenging. It's so we, we're instructed to be grateful, but we can't just manufacture that ourselves. But it's key here to, to, to where the verse is. It says, 
obviously with what Jesus has done for this man, you know, this man's reflecting on the miracle that he's given to him. And outside of that space, it's from what you have done, Lord, now I feel grateful. And I think that's the key. That's the surprise on and a little bit of an element here is how do we reflect and actually pick out when we're tired, when we feel fatigued, when we actually just want to exhale, how do we take that time to reflect and see what God has done to, to bring about this grateful heart? Yeah, and there's, there's the secret in the verse. It says, to what I have done. Yes. And that's what this season presents itself with, an opportunity mm. to reflect on those words. Uh, so if, if we forget everything that we've been waffling on or speaking about, the words, to what I have done. You know, you're grateful and um, cleanse life. Not your words will bear witness to what I have done. Yeah. And so I think it's important for us to use this season to take a step back and to reflect on what has God done? What has God done in my life? As I think about January, February, March, all the way through to the end of the year and think about these moments where we really prayerfully consider, oh, God did that mm. and God did that and God did that. In this relationship, uh, in this deal, um, in these highs, in these lows, in the surgeries, mm. in the ups and the downs, um, in the conflicts, in my marriage, uh, in family life, in my kids' lives. Oh, God did this and God did this and God did this. With my own eyes, I can see a sense of God doing this and yeah. God doing this and God doing that. Um, and when we, when the penny drops, yeah. Um, and when we can just document a few things around uh, not a, a cleansed life, you know, that, that was um, specific to the leper, but in the way that we've seen God be involved and engage in our lives and we can say, geez, look at the things God has done because I've just taken time to stop yeah. and really think about it. That's when I think gratitude. Yeah. Um, and that's when I think, uh, a sense of quietness comes. And that's when I think we move into the upper part of the verse, along with appropriate expressions of thanks to God. Yeah. And uh, the other three words that I want to just camp on before we end is once we've figured out this space, once we've taken this time and we start seeing, as you said, the pennies dropped, that grateful life and that gratefulness towards God wells up within us. And it says, not your words. It's the, it, what happens through us. There's almost this, this feeling, you know, that comes through us when we've been touched by the Lord, when we've seen what he's done, that, it's, that people can witness. Um, it's not us just expressing, oh, Lord, the Lord did this, we're grateful with mere words, but it's an action. Yeah, I think we can look in the mirror and see what other people see. And other people will see either the sense of gratitude or real negativity and, uh, you know, just critical and uh, the, the, the normal stuff that you get at the end of the year. Mm. And I think when we reflect and see, geez, God, you have supported me in so many ways this year. Not with words, but that's where Jesus says, along with the appropriate expressions of thanks to God. And I think that that's where people have an opportunity to be creative and say, you know, God, mm. I want to think about an appropriate expression mm. that I can do or be or think of mm. um, that would reflect this thankfulness that only you potentially would see.
but an, an appropriate expression of thanks to God, I think, is necessary at the end of the year. Yeah, and as we end, I wanted to let you guys into a bit of a personal moment for us as a family, but our boy Josh turns 10 at the end of this year, and as a gift for him, I've been working on a photo book. So I've been pulling photos from all over the show, from many different devices, and putting it together that just displays his 10 years of life here on earth. And it has been such a gift and an incredible moment for me as a mom to see the way God has been working in his life and to see the moments that God's given us with our boy. And that for me is a real picture as we reflect on what God has done. We end off with a life of gratefulness towards him. Yeah, so I hope there's enough uh, thoughts for you to journey with and sit with the Lord. Um, Here's the verse, Matthew 8 verse 4. Just quietly present your healed body to the priest along with the appropriate expressions of thanks to God. Your cleansed and grateful life, not your words, will bear witness to what I have done. May God bless you as you guys move into the Christmas season. Thank you.